New Person Practices, Fasting, Joel 2.12. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Matthew 6.16-18. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Fasting is an ancient Christian discipline to break the power of the flesh in our life, our desires, sins, and cravings, and it enables us to feed instead on the Holy Spirit. In a culture of rampant consumerism and excess, fasting is a practice of resistance. We willingly choose to sacrifice through abstinence so that we might be filled with a greater measure of the Spirit. Bethany Allen, pastor of spiritual formation and leadership development at Bridgetown Church, draws our attention to two main rhythms of fasting that were historically practiced by the church. First, the early church incorporated routine fasts. For our modern context, this may look like choosing to fast once a quarter, once a month, or even once a week. Second, they fasted in response to a sacred event, a tragedy, acknowledgement of sin, threats of persecution, needs within the community, or a desire for physical healing. When harnessed, these rhythms of self-denial continue to point the church to dependence on the work of the Spirit. Self-denial involves abstaining from food and other integral aspects of our lives that can distract us from our dependence on God. It is a deliberate choice to experience hunger in one area, to cultivate a deeper hunger for the kingdom of God. If your fasting practice doesn't result in a more profound love for God and neighbor, you are likely missing the intention behind fasting. If we're honest, most of us choose not to fast. It's seen as extreme, ancient, weird, and even legalistic, but it does not have to be any of those things. Fasting can be both a profound practice and a powerful weapon against the enemy. Our culture will insist that more is better, more eating, more scrolling, more consuming. But fasting reveals a better way. It reveals dying to live, fasting from material things, to feast on the eternal nature of God. This is the way of Jesus. Practice. There's wisdom in starting small so that you can sustain well. Try fasting from food. Begin by skipping one meal once per month or once per week, if possible. Begin with lunch. It's okay if you can't make it very long after lunch before you eat. Give yourself a lot of grace as you begin. Let the moments when your stomach growls prompt you to pray. Fast from a specific type of food or drink for a season of time, like during Lent. And then as you grow in this practice, consider fasting for more extended periods, Try fasting for breakfast and lunch, then break your fast with a delicious meal at dinner, or fast from food for 24 hours, drinking only liquids. Remember, fasting does not make the Lord love you more. It does not help you earn special favor with Him. It's meant to create deeper hunger in you for Him and for your neighbor. Try fasting also from other forms of consumption. 
Ask the Holy Spirit to clarify what things you regularly consume that have become a stronghold of the flesh in your life. Fast from your phone. Start small. Choose to read your Bible before looking at your phone in the morning. Put your phone aside even before you go to bed. Try fasting from social media. While social media isn't bad, it can affect your heart and your soul. It can affect your ability to pay attention to the presence of God. Consider extended time away from social media and ask a member of your spiritual community to join you. Afterward, spend some time talking about what you noticed. Fast from TV streaming, shopping, or anything that creates a deep distraction for you. While fasting, you can and should be feasting on the Lord. Spend time in His Word and prayer and in service to others. And remember, fasts are meant to be broken. Be wise about how you consummate a fast. But remember, God has provided many things for us to enjoy. So enjoy them with thanksgiving to God for His provision. One way that you can practice fasting with your family or faith community is you can fast from a special dessert, a meal, or snack during the day. If you fast with children, talk to them about why you're fasting, and when you end, encourage them to share what they noticed. Try fasting from devices for half a day on Saturday and feast on a board game or an outdoor walk or time in books. R.D. McClinigan provides the following observation on the practice of fasting. He writes, I didn't grow up in a church where we talked about fasting outside of what we were giving up for Lent. Nor did I understand it or see why anyone would fast, particularly from food. I remember the first time I encountered someone who was fasting, a friend had asked me to lunch, and after arriving at the restaurant and ordering my food, he told the waitress that he was fasting all day and wasn't eating in order to remain pure. At that moment, I decided that fasting was ridiculous, and clearly the spiritual practice reserved for people who enjoyed flexing their superior obedience muscles. No thank you. You can keep fasting, and I'll keep my steak quesadillas win-win. Thankfully, I've learned over the years that there is a difference between the principle God commands us to follow and how Christians sometimes practice it. I fast now from certain meals, from social media, and from my phone. And while fasting is a muscle I'm still learning to use, I can tell you this. Outside of reading scripture, nothing else has heightened my experience of God's presence and power like fasting. Nothing. I have heard the Lord speak to me with vividness and clarity during a fast, particularly a food fast, that I have not heard at any other time. Fasting is this beautiful and ancient practice of resisting our modern culture of rampant consumption, and I encourage you to give it a try. While it can be a hard practice to begin and stick with, you can grow these muscles over time. Be the person who says, enough. Enough of all the consumption, enough of all of the noise. I'm desperate to hear from the Lord, and I am willing to allow a physical hunger to help me hear him. And I can promise you that there is breakthrough on the other side. I have experienced it time and time again. And don't forget, break every fast with a feast. And in retrospect, that might be the best time to invite someone to lunch. One of the things that we've done within the book is we've provided a lot of white space. Space to write in the margins and to journal thoughts that you have. At this point, grab a piece of paper or a journal and write down what you've learned, what God has revealed, and what you're thinking about. 